0: Hello and thank you for joining us. This is Khaliq. I am your host. This is the Truth About Everything podcast. And today we will be discussing the ability to know God outside of religion. Is that possible? Is it possible to recognize God outside of religion, to come into a knowledge of God outside of religion, and, and also to know yourself, to understand your purpose and your value outside of religion? Religion is a, a system of, of practices and beliefs that translate spiritual phenomenon into comprehensive language, concepts, ideas, and images. It's an attempt to inform us of the divine truth that is above and beyond any range of human experience. It assigns identity and purpose to the physical and the spiritual. Uh, to man and God, to life and death, and to the known and the unknown. Religion is the voice of God speaking into the lives of mankind. So we trust religion because it has done all the research. It has cracked all the codes and can answer all of our questions about the mysteries of God, the universe and mankind. What else is there to know or discover when religion claims to have the ultimate truth? But religion gives us a God according to its own understanding, uh, describing God's character, abilities and desires and personality. So in each religion, we have a God that is presented in customized packaging that can't be confused with another That's why you'll never confuse Jesus with Muhammad or Buddha with Krishna, nor their messages. But my question today is, who is God outside of what religion has informed us? Can we receive God's word, guidance and revelation outside of scripture? Can the ideas and concepts of God be understood without religious language and iconography? Think about the God that has that has been given to you by religion, the picture it has painted, the characteristics and personality it has attached to God. And and consider how much of that defining, describing and decoding of God You have contributed to according to your own spirituality and experiences with God. The priest and the theologian are not the only people able to comprehend and discuss matters of the divine. God is relational and deals with mankind in personal ways. God guides you on your specific path God blesses you according to your particular needs and communicates with you one-on-one. This personal God desires a personal relationship where we can get to know God for ourselves beyond what we have heard or have been told, just as you have been created to be one-of-a-kind. So also a a one-of-a-kind relationship with God is available That may look different than what religion is telling you was even possible. Now, back before the rise of e-commerce, before Amazon, DoorDash, Instacart and and shopping apps, people like my parents physically went into the grocery stores and shopped. (laughs) They made decisions on what to buy based on exploration of the products in the store curiosity, and a critical examination of the items. You know, there were things like size, price, value, The their three kids, uh, how much the products contributed to a better quality of life. All these were factors that determined how useful the product was to them. They didn't shop with apps like we do today. And, you know, these apps, they take the critical decision-making out of shopping, with their instant product reviews telling us what's the best buy, uh, what has worked for everybody else, and what has the most stars. Now, don't get me wrong, I love apps. A few weeks ago, I used my Kroger app to compile a digital shopping list and headed to the store. The app guided me up one aisle, down another, around the store, directed me, to exactly what I was looking for with swiftness and perfection. I love apps. Peanut butter, aisle 12, check. Lemon juice, aisle three, got it. Soft taco shell kit, aisle five, sweet. Taco sauce, aisle seven. Hold on. Wait a minute. It's not what the app said it was. How is it no more taco sauce when the app says that the store has 15 bottles on the shelf? So I looked at the image and the aisle location on the app, then looked on the shelf. Nothing. So I looked again, looked at the app, looked at the picture on the app, <sighs> looked at the shelf, nothing. Confused, I stepped back to take a more detailed look at the shelves, but still no taco sauce. It was frustrating. I placed trust in the app because it had done all the research cracked all the codes and was able to answer all my questions. What else is there to know or discover when the app claimed that what it offered was the best thing for me, my ultimate truth? Faced with a mystery, I put the guidance of the app away and began to critically examine the items for myself. I became curious and started exploring the shelves, picking up the bottles and reading them doing my own investigative work. Once I put the app away, I was free to research and discover truth for myself. I had no biases, no prejudices, no preconceived ideas or limited perceptions and understandings of how things were supposed to look. I ultimately found what I was looking for. It's the same product. It was just wrapped in different packaging. My eyes were closed to discovery, to truth, to experience in any other manner that the app had not informed me of. So that got me to thinking about how we're missing out on new spiritual experiences, new discoveries of God and exciting new encounters with the divine because we're looking for familiar religious images recognizable presentations of divine truth and denominational friendly ideas of divine reality. Our focus is on what we have been told is the only possibility. Therefore, we consider everything else to be false. Religion gives us a spiritual shopping list that we're regularly looking to fulfill There is faith, devotion, praise, worship, and a connection with God, just to name a few. But are we only searching for faith, devotion, praise, and worship in connection with God in familiar packaging? If so, I say we're missing out on experiencing a newly packaged kind of faith, devotion, praise, worship, and connection with God. We miss out when we cease to recognize God as a mystery. God is a mystery. When we cease to recognize that, we stop being curious about who and what God, divine truth, and ultimate reality is. Who are you without religion? Can you determine your moral values, identity, purpose, calling, life's meaning outside of religion? How does spirituality, prayer, worship, praise, faith, love, and connection with God and enlightenment look outside of religion? Is it difficult to answer these questions? Maybe that's because you've been conditioned to recognize God and spiritual phenomenon in a very, very, very limited way. God is not limited. So why should our understanding of God be limited to a set of guidelines? human guidelines. Is God not beyond human guidelines? You know, I'm I'm not, let me get this straight. clear. Let me make this clear. I'm not speaking against religion. What I'm speaking against is total dependence on what any religion tells you about God and accepting that definition to be the final word on who and what God is. God is indeed mysterious and beyond human conception. Therefore, we will never be at a place where we have a final word on who and what God is. The Tao Te Ching describes the mysteriousness of the Tao. It says the Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. The name that can be named is not the eternal name. That is expressing the mysteriousness of God. It, it, God is That power, that energy that cannot be rightly named, that power energy that cannot be rightly uh, spoken or or discussed or told about in, in full completeness. Now, being that God is unknowable in all God's completeness, there are endless possibilities for the curious to experience and know God. When we accept God as a mystery, we will always be obligated to investigate and be enlightened by the mysteries of God. I'm sorry to say, but your Bible is not God. Your religion is not God. Many think they're worshiping God, but they're actually worshiping scripture and religious doctrine. Their holy book and religion are their guiding light and where their ultimate devotion and trust lies. And therefore, is there God? The Bible is not the only place where God speaks to mankind. God speaks to Muslims through Muhammad and the Quran, to the Taoists through Lao Tzu and the Tao, and our Jewish brothers and sisters through Moses and the Torah, and Hindus through the Veda and the Upanishads. God is always present and active. We just don't recognize because we're only looking in one direction, waiting for God to show up as expected in one particular way. We trust religion to define for us the image, character, abilities and concerns of God for us. We accept what has been given to us and leave it at that with pride, confidence and a surety. That what has been given to us is nothing less than the full revelation of God as made known to man. It's the final word. There's nothing else to be discussed, disclosed, described, debated or defined in regard to God. It has all been laid out plainly by religion. But what if we're wrong? What if religion got it wrong? What if there is no final word on God, no appropriate description or comprehensible image, no conceivable depth of understanding that can be said to be final, complete, or exclusively true understanding? We know God to be great, wise, loving, kind, but God is beyond those things, beyond the imagination, ideas, and explanations of man and religion. God is actually mysteriously great, mysteriously wise, mysteriously loving, mysteriously kind, mysteriously God. When we remember that unknowable quality of God, we remain curious and are intrigued to go deeper than limiting ideas, words, and images. The solar system, the, the human body and the, the great depths of the sea are mysteries to men and still being researched, explored and investigated because scientists remain curious. Now, these mundane things, these creations of God can be can't be fully understood. And have no final word on them How can religion claim to have a final word, an ultimate description, and understanding of the numinous God that created such great mysteries? There is more to God than we are experiencing. More discoveries have yet to be revealed. You may say, The Spirit of God will teach me all things I need to know. This is true. And all knowledge of God comes through spirit. Yet if we are unable to interpret the message, unable to decipher the communication of a newness of God. Of a fresh perspective, then you will miss what is being revealed. Our spiritual curiosity needs to be exercised so our spiritual vocabulary can be increased. We need new attributes to address God. New ideas to express God, new ways to worship, new ways to speak to God, new inspiring material to read, to explore the mysteries of God. In Matthew 24, 36, this is what Jesus says. He says, but about that day and hour, no one knows neither the angels of heaven nor the son, but only the father. And in 1 Corinthians 2.10, it says the spirit of God searches the deep things of God. So even the Holy Spirit has to search the things of God. Even the Holy Spirit doesn't know all there is to know about God because it says the spirit searches the deep things of God. Jesus isn't even able to decipher the depths of God in their completeness. There is a mysteriousness about God, even to Jesus. If the Holy Spirit and Jesus do not know God in fullness, we have to seek to discover how much more should we learn to be curious and do the same thing to seek, to explore, to search. We have to remain spiritually curious, never resting at a place where we feel we have completely understood or defined divine truth. We have to increase our spiritual vocabulary in order to comprehend the mysteries of God. We have to allow ourselves to be inspired by nature, to be overtaken by the presence of God in stillness, and be refreshed by the newness of God communicated to us through the spirit of God. Get curious. And step outside your comfort zone by investigating them. The mysterious God explore new ways of prayer, new ways to worship, read other sacred texts for enlightenment on God, for insights on God, to see how God communicated with other other peoples, other nations, be inspired by the words of a poet, a song, a lyric by finding the beauty of God in the words. Since all giftings and callings come from God, a person that is utilizing a spiritual gift and operating in a calling is doing so as inspired by God. Therefore, the work that results is divinely inspired. So we have divinely inspired writings, art, music, beautiful soul-stirring creations that point to God. Practice quietness and stillness in order to come into the presence of God. Spend time alone in silence, resting your mind as your spirit and the spirit of God communicate. Allow yourself to float above consciousness, beyond the physical, outside of worldly concerns and limitations. Look to science in the solar system to witness the great creativity of God, the vastness of space and how the universe operates. The beautiful colors of a supernova, the formation of star clusters, the the patterns and characteristics that make planets unique, the complexities of the human body and how organs and cells work together in harmony, how humans are born, grow and learn. Learn how to chant, to meditate, to journal, to seek God in ways that you have not in order to find God in ways that you never have before. God, we seek to know you more. We seek to know you by new names and new ways and through new experiences We come to you humbled by our lack of words to describe you. We ask to be rewarded with revelation as we seek you as the curious, as the eager, the needy of your glory. Give us an increased spiritual vocabulary, God, so we may communicate with the spirit in advanced ways. Give us spiritual sight to see, spiritual ears to hear and holy hearts to feel your leading on our journey of discovering you beyond all understanding Amen